0: The apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host today. I am the five-star man, Asa Gray. Joining me at this time is the big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo. Dalton, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, I'm in uh, summer break right now. I'm on my first day. I tried making a puzzle. I bought a 1,500-piece puzzle of Spider-Man. And I was like, I'm going to do this on my first day of break. And then I realized my table that I record on is not big enough. So I am recording from my uh, couch right now because I'm too lazy to move the pieces over to the kitchen table to start working on it there.
0: I am. You have Jedi Survivor you could be playing.
1: I also have Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, did you end up getting it, getting it? Dude, I got it. I got it when you made the rant about it. I bought it opening day. Remember how you were saying I that? Yeah, because remember, I was like, I just wish I was good at it. That's what I was getting at. I was good at Breath of the Wild. Oh, I see, can't do I, the I can't do the crafting and pasting shit that they have you do. I assumed you were saying that, like, you wish you, like, you just knew you were going to be bad at it. Oh no, like, i are bad if, at
0: most things.
1: Yeah, no, no. no if I'd have known that, fuck you. If I would have known that that was that much crafting in that game, because I didn't watch any like commercials for it. I was like, oh, it's just going to be Breath of the Wild 2. Fucking let's go. I'm, I'm here for it. Oh, there's a crafting element? Well, I'm fucked. Well, um, and
0: So here's the thing is I'm going to cut you off there because I don't give a shit about Tears of the Kingdom and we're not spending 15 minutes talking about goddamn Tears of the Kingdom again. It's not happening. I'm not allowing it. I'm shutting you, it down. Right.
1: But anyway, did you, see the, did you see the Spider-Man puzzle I bought? I did. It's pretty neat. It's a lot. It's a lot. 1,500 pieces. I may have had like 80 pieces done, but it's because I found out my table wasn't big enough and then I got frustrated. So tomorrow, I'm going to go buy poster boards, slide everything underneath it, and then transfer it to my kitchen table that's big enough.
0: Again, just we are very different people because like I would have I thought you would go for like a Lego set. They make Spider-Man Lego sets. They made a really big Daily Bugle one that comes with like 15 minifigs. It's awesome.
1: Here's the giant difference. That puzzle cost me 15 bucks. Yeah, but you're rich. What?
0: Yeah, I mean, compared to me, there's a reason oh. I call you Tax Bracket, Tax Bracket.
1: That's fair, but I think that's a... Anyway, so... The world
0: is going to end. <laughs> we have a, maybe seven years left, Dalton.
1: I was listening to Bo Burnham today. Shut up.
0: <laughs> that that The plastic from that Lego set will outlast the puzzle by far. Like, even if you frame it.
1: Yeah. Because, like, so... what are you going
0: to do with a puzzle when you're done with it? Frame it. I'll go really? in my cla-
1: yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll frame this one and put it in my classroom. It's pretty neat. Because okay, I haven't I haven't I haven't put new stuff up in my classroom in two years. Basically my bosses will come in and say, Hey, you haven't decorated in a while, and that's whenever whenever I'll decorate. My last bulletin board outside of my classroom, um I just did. It was like the fluorescent lights bleached the paper that was initially on it <laughs> so bad that whenever I took the things off of it there was like an outline. And that's how long it stayed the first time I did it. And that was about two and a half years. So I need to start getting stuff for my interior classroom decorations soon. So this will be a good start. Well, there you
0: go. Um, But that's enough puzzle talk. Way more enough than...
1: I think it's the most puzzles that we've ever talked about.
0: It it may have been. And we'll ever talk about. We'll see. Uh, More than enough talk about Zelda. Uh, we start every episode because we actually have wrestling stuff to talk about. It is a stacked weekend for pro wrestling. Uh, we're going to be talking about AEW Double or Nothing. We're going to be talking about NXT Battleground. Uh, CCW's this weekend. Yep. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of other shows that I'm missing as well. So, uh, And a couple of news stories that we're going to touch on. One that I am considerably more excited for than the other. But we'll get there in just a bit because we start every episode with the power of positivity, the internet can be such a toxic and negative place just for the sake of people being dicks. So we try to do our part to combat that by just saying something that made us happy in the world of pro wrestling over the week. And we encourage you to do the same. You know, go to Twitter, go to Instagram, whatever, and just tell someone like, "Hey, you're what you're doing a cool thing. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I appreciate it because that'll go a long way." Uh, Dalton, you said you knew yours, so I'm going to start with you because
1: you're excited for this. I'm going with Baron Corbin's TikTok. And I only thought about this because, uh, you reminded me how much I hated Baron Corbin in 2017. Um, So much. Short story. I loved Baron Corbin up until 2017, uh, because we went to the TLC, not TLC, Money in the Bank in St. Louis in 2017. And, um, that was the night, the first time Shinsuke Nakamura wrestled in St. Louis, um, on the main roster, so I was like, "Oh, I get to do the song because he was in the Money in the Bank match." His shit starts, and then Baron Corbin attacks him from behind, and we didn't get an entrance. We and get like
0: three notes. I, yeah, no, of it the, was, of, the en- of his entrance theme out, and then yeah. Baron Corbin attacks him from behind. Um, and I, let me let me insert here because you'll tell it wrong. Dalton, I have very few times seen Dalton actually hurt emotionally. Like it's not a fun it's not as much fun as you would think that I would have <laughs> seeing it. But this one particular time made me downright giddy is the <laughs> only word to describe it. Because it was he was so legit mad. Like, Corbin had heat heat.
1: Yeah, he did. Just
0: it was rough. And I'm sitting there also annoyed because I like me a good sing-along, especially like in a wrestling crowd, like and Nakamura's theme fucking rules. So it was gonna be a good time. And so I was bummed, but I at least had the solace of
1: seeing Dalton like downright miserable next to me. Cause they had also done the Mike Canellis thing right before that too. Oh so, yeah! It really it was. was <laughs> it really was the fuck Dalton Anthony show for a while. Because I was like, it
0: was the greatest. It was. Oh, greatest. it's Mike Bennett.
1: Oh fuck! Don't even fucking start. Don't <laughs> even fucking start that bullshit. Oh god, we're just this is old PW right now, just fucking with me. Um, but anyway, so. Um, I've hated Baron Corbin ever since, until about a year or two ago, whenever he started doing TikToks about his barbecuing, and I just love how thrilled that dude is with his life. Like, that's just someone that is living high on the hog and is aware of it, and is just enjoying the shit out of it with meats and cars and shit, and I just, I love a motherfucker that knows what he's about, and that's Baron Corbin, and that's Baron Corbin on his TikTok. Um... You just reminded, we were on our pre-show talking to each other, and you reminded me about how much I fucking hated Baron Corbin for like a solid two years. I like you called it the
0: pre-show.
1: <laughs> well, it's our it's pre-show. Like we weren't
0: recording, we were just talking.
1: Well, yeah, but I think I always call it the pre-show because I don't know what to talk- It's it's actually the Dalton and Asa fuck-around 40 minutes before we actually record. <laughs> um, but I thought calling it the pre-show made it sound more official. Um... But yeah, that's mine. What's yours this week? Is it as fun as me hating somebody for realsy for like a year and a half?
0: I mean, I don't know if really anything is is that fun. If I'm going to be completely honest with you, Um, mine is. I have. I've had a couple like just kind of that I was thinking about. Like, I don't really know where I wanted to land on it. Cause like nothing like truly stood out as like a big one. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go with, I was, I didn't get to watch the whole thing and I wanted to go back and watch um, more of it. But mine goes to Evil Uno and Orange Cassidy because they did a stream earlier this week on AEW games where they were actually playing AEW fight forever. Mm-hmm. And just the, the one bit that I saw is they were showing off a feature where you can do intergender matches in the game. So they the character select screen, and I guess like the mode select and all of that, they kept hidden. So they cut to a page, or they just cut to a screen that said top secret.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, anytime
0: cool. they were in menus. And so they were talking about it. And they did, um, they did Britt Baker versus Chris Jericho as the intergender match <laughs> and just them doing kind of like their version of commentary over it talking about like, Oh man, Jericho's taunting a lot. Yeah, but he would do that against Brit. Yeah, he would like just <laughs> cause it was cause it was a uh, Uno forgot his second controller. I think is what I saw in the chat. I'm not hundred percent sure oh, that's actually yeah. what happened because they, so they weren't doing versus each other. It was strictly just one player versus the computer. Mm hmm. But it was that was a lot of fun and I enjoyed that. Um and their streams the AEW games streams in general are a lot of fun. So I uh I, I that that's gonna be my power positivity. And I'm pretty sure I may have done evil Uno before, but eff it. It's our show. We do we do what we want. Um, speaking of AEW Fight Forever, a couple news stories before we get into the pay-per-view, the, the premium live event previews, uh, AEW Fight Forever has an official release date. It is June 29th. It is so close. I am so ready to play this game. I hope it's Watching, watching Uno and, and, and OC play it, like, I am excited for it. I'm genuinely excited for it. I, the, the 2K games... Excuse me. Have not clicked with me um, for...
1: A while. Ever years. since I've known you. Literally ever years. since I've known you.
0: Like, pretty much ever since they went to the 2K format, essentially. Like, Which I just... 14. I don't love the... I Because I bought the Collector's Edition for 14. Because that was the Finn Balor one.
1: Nope, that was 16.
0: So I did, I bought the 16... Yeah, because that was the Finn Balor one um, I bought last year's and I maybe played like an hour of it and I was mm-hmm. just like, uh, oh, I am not having fun with this. I don't like the simulation style. It's just it isn't fun to play. I miss No Mercy with every fiber of my being. And this just is No Mercy, a little bit shinier and AEW. Yeah, like if the creative if the creator character stuff isn't there I, that's not a thing I ever really mess with heavy. Um, so like that isn't a huge miss for me. Like it would be for a lot of people. And if, and if that's something that you're looking forward to and you're disappointed in that totally fair, like I'm not going to say, yeah, but the game is great. Like people like what they like. They don't like what they don't like. It's all personal taste. Yeah, uh, But as long as it runs well, as long as it play, as long as it's fun to play, give me, I will be all in. That'll be, yeah. that'll be my no pun intended, but that'll be like, I won't, it'll keep me entertained until Mortal Kombat comes out in September.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things, like, for a wrestling game like that, as long as it's a good 20 to 25 minute play at a time, it's perfect. Which, the, honestly, that's what it, that's what Fight Forever looks like. It looks like a 25 to 30 minute time sink. Like, it looks yeah. like I could go in, have a couple matches, be done. Um, whereas if I'm fucking around with 2K, if I'm not ready to put a couple hours into what I, I want to do... um Which, they had a really bad issue this year where if you were in the creation suite for too long, it would crash your game. And it really did sour my experience on doing what I like doing with that game. Which is fucking, like, getting different costumes and stuff like that. I'll I'll get into it every once in a while and do some stuff. I didn't really mess with the pretty sweet pack at all. Um, I think I did, like, a match with everybody on it. Which was uh, the OC, um, Pretty Deadly, and Stratton, I think was in that one. Mm-hmm. I think I played a match with all of them, and then I called it a day. I haven't really fucked with it since. I'm hoping that um, Fight Forever is fun, though. I, It's not the prettiest game in the world, and it, and it doesn't need to be. I'm not shitting on its graphics. I just don't know if I like that graphical style in general. Like, I'm not saying the graphics look bad. I'm no, saying I don't know it's, if I it's like the, the, art graphic. It's the, yeah, art the art style. It's the specific art style. The art style. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't figure out how I was trying to say it. I was like, I'm trying not to say that the game looks like shit because it doesn't look like shit. I no, just don't just, like it.
0: it. It. They did. They went with. They chose a specific art direction to go with. Yeah. It's a little bit. It's not hyper realistic. It's a little bit cartoony. Uh, so like, it's a little bit exaggerated. Uh, whereas you know, 2K, like, say what you will about how it runs or how it plays but it looks really good for the most part. Hair is always an issue. Like they've always, it's always, hair has always been an issue in the yeah. WWE games. Like that's just kind of a, you have to learn to accept it. But like, but they look good. Like there's never a question of like, who's in the ring. Yeah. You can tell exactly, you know, who people are and, and all of that. Whereas this isn't, it's not trying for that. So, yeah. uh, and I agree. Like, I also don't love the way that it looks but it is very much, like, that's secondary. I, you know, I th- and I think it was a conscious choice, too, is they knew they weren't going to be able to put out that level of fidelity. So they chose, like, okay, well, if we can't do hyper-realistic, we may as well, you know, kind of get weird with it.
1: Which is fine. Like, it's it's a choice. I'm going to buy the game. Unless, if it comes out that it's just not playable at all, which I haven't seen the stream yet, so I'm assuming that's just not a thing. Uh, but, eh, we've had some 2Ks like that. But, mm-hmm. um... Like, as long as it plays, I'll end up buying it because I want to support wrestling games as a whole. Um, Only because, like, the more wrestling games that get put out are the more wrestling games we're going to get in the future. Like, remember when we were kids? Me being a little bit younger than you. But, like, there would be at least, like, three or four different wrestling games a year come out. Now, it was all WWE. And then, they like, Acclaimed would make their Legends of Wrestling. But, Mm -hmm. like... There was at least every console had its own wrestling game, and they were all different. Some were made a lot better than others, PS2, compared to everybody else. Um, but, like, there was always wrestling games coming out. Like, we'd have, like, things like Legends of WrestleMania and All-Stars and shit. One, again, one of those way better than the other. And we just don't get that anymore. Um, we're starting to get more of it. but I mean, it
0: was all consolidated into the SmackDown versus Raw, into the WWE banner 2k franchise because it was like xbox had raw, raw. and wrestlemania 21 Play-
1: not good uh
0: playstation had the smackdown series yep and then uh gamecube like nintendo always had its weird offshoots like it had no mercy in the wcw games for n64 uh gamecube had like day of reckoning
1: one and two it had wrestlemania x8 19 and then day of reckoning one and two
0: yeah um and then GameCube into the Wii was
1: That's whenever it were there all became any, SmackDown Were there wrestling games On the Wii? Yes um, They weren't specific they were the SmackDown Versus Raw's
0: okay that's when We okay so cause then it It all just kind of fell under the one banner and we got SmackDown Versus Raw which made sense Both in the sense of like you know it, They're doing the brand split at the Time like the brand superiority is a legit Thing on television but mm-hmm. then also Like oh kind of a little bit of a wink and a nod Of smackdown franchise and the raw franchise which like don't get it twisted i uh, i liked the raw games okay but the smackdown series is second really only to in my opinion the thq aka ux oh no games
1: the the xbox raw games were garbage they were not good games if were they that c- bad they were yes 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 yes.
0: okay because i didn't I, just, have a,
1: I remember liking
0: them okay like but that doesn't necessarily mean that they were good it's just like no no, but no. it also may have just been like a man i only have an xbox right now and this is yep. the only wrestling game available to me
1: yeah whenever everything got consolidated down because i was not a playstation person until the playstation 4 um whenever 360 and the ps3 shared a library of wrestling games i was finally happy to wrestle or have good wrestling games again Okay. Uh, because Raw and Raw 2 were garbage, and then WrestleMania 21 for the Xbox was uh, busted garbage. Um, it played okay, but it like crashed if you had the wrong disc. Um, Xbox, like Original Xbox and wrestling games did not go well. Raw 2 was okay. I did play a lot of Raw 2, but it was the only thing I had. Um, and then we had Acclaims Legends of Wrestling video games. And those games, you had to get good at if you wanted to enjoy them. And they were shit games to get good at.
0: I, uh... I was always like a year or two. I was always a generation or two behind on PlayStation. So that's why I missed a lot of the SmackDown ones. But I know that they're And having gone back and played some of them like that. Yeah, it's just it's night and day how much better they were. But I still like I have a I have a soft spot for those raw games because it was I remember the first I think it was the first one because your Xbox, you could download music onto your Xbox like you could burn a CD onto it. Yep. And you could take those songs and use them for your custom entrances. Yeah. And I just thought that was the coolest shit in the world. Like, I loved that. Story. Yeah. But I'm hoping, I'm, I'm really hoping that Fight Forever is good. Uh, my big, my big question is, I wonder when they're going to announce how it's going to work going forward. Because there's reports that they're not going to, you're not going to get a Fight Forever 2. Or you're not going to get a Fight Forever 2024. What mm-hmm. they'll do is they will do incremental DLC where it'll update the roster. You know, it's a bummer this game got so delayed. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. You assume because, like, the stage is already different. Yeah. Like, we 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 give WWE, we give 2K shit all the time. Because whenever they hire and fire a million people, the roster's so out of date. Well, now AEW is kind of running into that same problem too. Which, but it's the nature of wrestling as well. Yeah. So I'm curious to see, like, okay, well, if they do this like seasonal or yearly, whatever it is, roster update, because how long have people, you know, complained about? Oh, the new Madden is just the old Madden, but the roster's updated. Yeah. Why it's- do I have to pay seventy dollars for it instead of just like a twenty dollar DLC every year? But the pr- the problem with AEW is like Cody Rhodes is in this game. We know yeah. for a fact Cody Rhodes is in this game. Obviously Cody Rhodes isn't a member of AEW so like when do you lose access to him?
1: Yeah. If you and- don't
0: pay, if you don't update it does he just stay on your roster? Do you have to pay for the update for it to apply? You know, once he's gone, do they add stuff to like to the creator wrestler like his hair and tattoo as close yeah. to an approximation as you can get, you know, etc. I'm curious to see how that plays out.
1: Yeah, And Uf- when
0: they're going to actually like formally talk about it.
1: EA UFC does a decent job, um, at this at least, where they their newest game came out in 2020. That sounds right to me. Yeah, EA, UFC 4 came out in 2020. And they are still adding people to the game. Now, they're not adding 10 fighters at a time. But every couple of months, they'll add like three or four. Because that roster is always growing. Um, and to my knowledge, they don't take people out but wrestling's a lot different in, like, there's a lot of trademarks involved and shit like that. So, it's very, it's going to be yeah. weird. I'm I'm interested to see how this roster looks um, since the game did get started. Like, they started development in, like, 2020, I think. Like, it feels like we've been hearing about Fight Forever for a hot minute. Which, I mean, if the game comes out and it works, I'm happy for as long as we had to wait. And I'm cool with it being outdated. If anything, it'll be a fun little time capsule of uh, AEW. Um but like, yeah, no, I, I'm also interested to see how they make all of this shit work that they're trying to do. Cause like, yeah, Cody's going to be in the game, CM Punk's in the game, like, but FTR isn't. And it, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for this game.
0: Which like Punk being in the game, but FTR not being in the game. Real make weird. it make sense. Yeah. Make yeah. it make sense. Um, uh, But yeah, so, it, it is but, what it is. It, yeah. And I mean, and like I said, I'm sure they'll communicate kind of more of that going forward. So I'm I'm excited to see what they do with it. I'm very, very curious because like it's one thing like, OK, so, if, you know, if Leva Bates is in the game, well, she's not with the company anymore, but she's not signed somewhere else. So maybe they don't remove her from like the active roster yeah. in the game as as whereas like Cody Rhodes. Oh, no, he's actively and in, in another company the whole con like all of that so like you got to think he's gotta go yeah so it'll be curious to see we'll we'll keep an eye on it and, and with
1: so and like here's the thing to think about the consoles that we currently play on are on a constant state of updating shit all the time like are you ever on your ps5 and then you get a random notification that fortnite updated i find it very i find it to be very hard that if they do that where they take people out and shit like that through updates like it's going to be hard to save that from happening
0: i mean for the general person yes your general consumer yes but like
1: oh no there's there's ways to do it i'm very aware there's ways to do it yeah. i'm just saying like
0: like speed running is something is the only reason that i know that because yeah. like people will do oh yeah we're speed running sekiro but we're on patch yeah we're even though it's you know the last one that came out was like 3.5 we're running patch 1.23 uh, because this one allows you to, you know, M- Mario Goomba bounce off the second enemy encounter uh, that you encounter's head, and you can just swim through the air and go straight to the final boss. Like, speedrunners are just a special kind of obsessive. So yeah, there will be ways that, you know, people will play as Cody Rhodes well into the future, but you have to pay that kind of attention to it. Otherwise, yeah, he's probably just going to get Thanos snapped in. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel so good, Mr. Khan. <laughs> <And then> just <laughs> like just dust on the, on the character select screen. Uh, one more news story just because we talked about it last week. Uh, but we now have confirmation that the first episode of AEW collision will take place in Chicago, um, on June, 15th? on June, Fifteenth? Oh, son of a bitch! Why is the? I
1: think it's the seventeenth. Uh, it might be. I'm just taking a guess with fifteenth because I feel like that's what I saw. June seventeenth. I was right. Ah, oh, I was wrong. Dang it. Uh, on TNT,
0: um, uh, there were rumors that they they were working on backup locations in case the CM Punk stuff fell through because otherwise that's just going to be a super hostile crowd. Uh, there was whole supposedly whole marketing plans going from the upfronts about like, you know, the second coming, he was going to be officially announced. He still could be officially announced. Like there's still plenty of time between now and then for that to happen. Um, so I don't care. I just, honestly, I'm just relieved that finally Chicago gets a big AEW show. Those poor people just, I don't know what they're going to do, what they were going to do. It's been almost six entire days since there's been a major AEW show in Chicago. So thank God they're getting back there.
1: Cause- it's, a, it's a super good play on their part to keep using Chicago, though, since it's in the middle of the country. Like, yes, I get what you're saying, but it's a super smart play because, like, that's, for one, that's basically where the company started. And two, like, it's such a, um, like, middle location with a lot of things to do. Okay, um, but so
0: is S- St. Louis.
1: Uh eh, St. Louis is kind of garbage.
0: It's literally like five hours away from Chicago.
1: Yeah, so you can drive from Ch- St. Louis so, so it's to like Chicago it's, it's all right experience. there.
0: Um also the there are reports that like a lot of these repeat markets, they the tickets are not moving like they like they want. Mm-hmm. Which, that happens, because it's like, oh, well, I'll just catch them next time. They're gonna be here in another three months, so, like... Yeah,
1: I mean, you see that with, um, like, independent wrestling. Like, I wrestled in Shawneetown, Illinois, last week, or this past weekend, and I have never wrestled there before, but the crowd was incredibly, like, hyped. And this was a county fair, like, it was, like, they, they weren't paying to see anybody, except for Tony Atlas and Bob Wharton Jr., but, like, um like for my match I was the second match and like they were excited for every little thing. I go back to Perryville if you don't have something for long enough and then you just get it. You're super hyped for it. But if you go if we went back to Perryville every like 4 months with CCW, it would be quiet because you just you you flounder or you flood your own market.
0: So like you know you're making my point for me, right?
1: I'm agreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing okay. with you. Okay. You, yeah. you started off
0: saying like no, it's like <laughs> Oh, if I said no that dis- you started off as disagreeing with me and then you just made my argument for No, me. no, like, I was I never
1: I was never meant to disagree with you on that. If I made it sound like that, I apologize. No, no, okay. no, I was completely agreeing with you. I was just like saying like it's just like independent wrestling where like no, you can flood a town pretty easily.
0: And but also AEW is very much not independent wrestling. They have the budget they can go fucking everywhere. Oh and yeah. And like they're doing the they're doing the house shows now. They're doing the, the stuff like that. So they're doing more of it. And again, I get it. I'm being a dick. Uh is it out of jealousy? Do I wish that St. Louis got a fucking crumb of what Chicago got from AEW? Of course I do. Like, they come about once a year here. We, we still were supposed to get a pay-per-view that we never got. So Yeah.
1: Like,
0: come on. But, uh, so yeah. They, there's still no official word on CM Punk, but the show is taking place in Chicago. So, there is that. But what is not taking place in Chicago, what's actually taking place in Las Vegas, this Sunday is AEW double or nothing. Well, double or nothing. Um, It is this Sunday. I'm mostly excited about it. Dalton and I were talking about it beforehand, and it's just like this is in my opinion, one of the like the builds for the pay-per-view I'm not nearly as high on as I usually am. Um, but the matches themselves are going to be great. Like I have no doubt that this is going to be a fantastic show. It's just, I wish that the stories were more, I wish I was more invested in the stories. I'll yeah. say. So breaking things down, I'm on the Wikipedia uh, card, just working my way from the bottom up, up. Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho in an unsanctioned match. Dalton, I am a huge fan of Adam Cole. Yes, I am. You know, I love Chris Jericho as a performer. Mm-hmm. He, he is my—he is, in my opinion, the greatest of all time. Yes. I fucking hate unsanctioned matches Man, or you lights really do. out matches. It is—I get it. Everything is suspension of disbelief. The Irish whip doesn't actually like those ropes. You don't actually spring off of and force you to run full speed. I get it. It's all smoke and mirrors. Whoa. (laughs) But the idea of like a company being like, no, these guys are too dangerous. They hate each other too much. We're not going to sign off on this match that they are going to have in the middle of our broadcast where we could be airing. I guess we were just going to have dead air for 40 minutes. Uh, they're also going to use all of our equipment and our ring. That's fine. Like at least the whole harmless match. I appreciate that because they're like, cool, we're going to let you have the match. We're going to let you have, you know, the, it's no rules. It's no disqualifications. Y'all fuck each other all you want, but you have to sign this. that says you can't come at the company and be like, Hey, you let this happen. And yeah. we're legal. like that. I buy that. I'm on board with call it that. And we're good. But for them to be just like oh no we we don't uh, we're not counting this one this one's not on us as we brought no fuck off oh a lights out match oh well that's the show is over we're turning the lights off really you're you're a cable program that is set to air until 10 p.m every week and you're just gonna call it at 9 30 well the match like, is, we're gonna, just, were you gonna the do, match is... when, do you remember when tv ended at the at the end of the night and it was just the color bars and the fucking national anthem played for whatever fucking reason,
1: well, the matches went short that night, a so I don't know what you want. What?
0: Apparently, um, <laughs>
1: oh
0: I it is like this is my thing. I I know fucking, I know
1: I know oh, I know.
0: Why does it bother me that much?
1: Um, because especially in a company that makes it feel more like a sport versus sports entertainment, um, to do something that just completely goes against the grain of what you're actually doing, because like it would be like having, um. Oh god! Like the st-
0: Stanley Cup finals aren't going to be like, hey, we're not going to cut to commercial, but for this five minutes, you can actually take your skates off if you want to stab the dude. Yeah. Like,
1: no, you don't. Th- uh, it- no, no, it's because it, this is your one. I've heard you say this forever. Um, and I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I'm also not a big fan of the whole um, unsanctioned match stipulation, unless it is the end of the night if they do it at the end of the night and cuz like here's the thing yes you're completely correct with everything you say but if you're going to give me that stipulation this is the Dalton like if we have to do it moment cuz like i do like it's the whole bianca becky if we have to have a 5 second match we could have done this instead if you're going to do an unsanctioned match this is not the main event i'm sorry it isn't i love adam cole and chris jericho too this is not the main event of that match or that thing so this either needs to be pre-show which holy shit you're not giving that away for free <laughs> Or it needs to be the main event. It can't be one or the other. Cause like, what well, whenever it was being Austin at CCW, we did it right after intermission, and ours was an unsanctioned match, but we also did the whole harmless agreement. Um, but it wasn't advertised. Honestly, the way they should have done it was not advertise a match at all. They shouldn't have advertised the match at all, and then given us an unsanctioned match on the fly. Well, not on the fly. They would have known it was happening, but an, a spontaneous unsanctioned match Sunday. That's how they should have done it. But you can't... You can't make a match graphic around that.
0: Right, and you can't have Sabu come out as the long last member of Undisputed Era. Bobby Fish just fucking Kip Droidy staring at his email inbox looking at zero.
1: (laughs) I... Yeah, no, I, I understand. It's not my, like, big one. Um... I, I just, I just, and don't. the thing I is can't. like,
0: I, I'm looking forward to the match. Oh, it's going to be fun. Uh, I, I prefer Adam Cole as a heel, but he is so naturally, naturally just affable mm-hmm. and like lovable as a human being. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen any of his chugs streams. Oh yeah, no, I have, I have But the sweetest human being on the planet. And like him coming back from that kind of like career threatening injury. It's, you know, it is a good fit. I get it. But there is—he plays the skis ball just so well.
1: Yeah, he's—he's—he just looks greasy. Yeah, like he just has that sheen about him, and then, but he's like the nicest human, apparently. Yeah, like,
0: and on Wednesday, Jericho—it's—it's it's him and and Roderick Strong in the ring, and Jericho's like, "All right, well, there's five of us and only two of you," and he's like, "Well, I'm bringing in Sabu." It's like, all right, well, that's still just three on five, like, yeah. odds are very much not in your favor still, so...
1: You think he'll bring the Nasty Boys out next? Oh,
0: I, I also just watched uh, Wrestling with Regret, uh, Hulkamania.
1: This, oh, week's was...
0: episode, this week's episode was Hulk Hogan in, in TNA.
1: Oh, see, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Um, I just, Nasty Boys, like, what? I literally just came up with a random tag team where they're both still alive, the, and I was uh... like, the Nasty Boys are... <laughs>
0: I, so I don't think because like Kyle O'Reilly just had surgery like recently, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. So I I don't imagine that we get a Kyle O'Reilly return. If we do, I think it's got to be incredibly limited of like, maybe he comes out with a kendo stick or something and hits somebody, but like no one touches him. Yeah. That would be fun. Honestly, for as much as we shit on Bobby Fish, uh, like it would be neat it it would be neat to get the whole band back together i do think that if they do a hard brand split for collision and dynamite which we've talked about that to death as it is you know that is a good way to keep that group and the elite separate especially since they're now both faces mm-hmm. and the last thing that we saw them do together was adam cole and kyle o'reilly like destroy the young bucks and then everybody got injured and there was never a payoff to it
1: yeah um but it would be weird if you have that hard bl- brand split and Punk is on Saturdays. It would be real awkward to have Bobby Fish popping up back and around after calling out CM Punk in the middle of all that bullshit.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot he did that. Well, so yeah. he's not coming back. I mean, <laughs> I, like, in gen- not because of CM Punk stuff, just like in general. Like, he's not coming back. Um, what if that's the heat? It's it's punk and fish, so it ends up being the elite and punk on the collision, and Adam Cole and the and undisputed, undisputed elite, elite in on dynamite.
1: God, I because hate this wrestling. is all
0: it's actually been Bobby Fish. It was Bobby Fish all along.
1: Yeah, it's of the course Agatha. It was.
0: You know, uh, yeah, topical
1: killing. Oh, it. this is my favorite song ever.
0: I, but I, I am excited for this match. I think they'll do some fun stuff. I feel like, uh. Jericho has proven he's not afraid to get gross in in the last couple of years. And yeah. Adam Cole kind of like that's I re- I remember that's how he kind of became a got like a name was it was CZW, wasn't it? Where he just kind of like no, just beat the absolute dog shit out of me every month until the oh, crowd's PWG. like we like this dude.
1: Yeah, PWG. PWG. too, yeah, but
0: Yeah. Uh so I mean they 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 this might be the match that I'm like, "Boy, I hate this." So I hope they don't go quite that far. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, it no it's not.
1: No, it's not. That won't be the match. That will not be the match that makes you say that.
0: It won't be? Oh, no. Yeah, you're right.
1: I'm we'll very get... aware I'm right. I'm looking we'll... at the card.
0: Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but I think this will be fun. Uh, I am I am looking forward to it quite a bit. I do think there's going to be some fuckery. Like, obviously, the Jericho Appreciation Society is going to get involved. Um, I'm not entirely convinced that they're going to not turn Roderick strong against cole just because pro wrestling has wired my brain that friendships in wrestling are lies Mm -hmm. and it's just you're just waiting for someone to turn on the other like it's just a matter of time so we'll see what happens there um the in a match that i don't i i like all right so it's it's six-man tag match ethan page and the guns taking on the hardys and hook i i'm a big fan of ethan page i'm a big fan of hook uh matt hardy's a ton of fun to watch the guns are fine when they're not the tag champions
1: yeah when they're not the one thing that they shouldn't be they're fine
0: (laughs) um but like if we're gonna do a trios match we're not gonna have the house of black do a trio oh yeah that's weird we're not we're not putting that belt up. Okay, well I guess so. Uh, we're also going to continue this fucking feud that will not die, even though they already did the firm deletion and the firm isn't even a thing anymore. But they still team together and they're still an alliance. They're just not called the firm oh, anymore. That, the name uh, the
1: name died. the The team lives forever
0: yeah they just can't call themselves the firm anymore yeah Uh, and this one if the hardys win matt hardy will own ethan page's contract which is just the inverse of
1: when ethan page had
0: matt hardy's contract um which in their defense that that ended up being a lot of fun yeah i greatly i did greatly enjoy that because ethan page is so entertaining matt hardy can be so entertaining um, Isaiah Cassidy was great in that as well. <laughs> like it was just, it, it yeah. was a lot of fun, but like, does it need to keep going is my only kind of issue there. Um, but you know, it if, if this turns into like where Ethan page, like actually does turn face and like keeps doing, do, doing shit with like Matt Hardy and Isaiah and them, like that could be fun. I'm so yeah. I'm not like. I'm not bummed that the match is happening necessarily. It's just it's weird that this is getting that story mostly played out on Dark and Dark Elevation. Yeah. And it's getting a pay-per-view match out of it, which I mean, let's be honest. The reason this is a pay-per-view match is because it's the Hardys. Yeah. Jeff Hardy's back and this is his first pay-per-view match since coming back. So they're not going to leave him off of the pay-per-view. Um, let's see. Also, Hook. We get to see Hook on the actual pay-per-view itself instead of just, like, the pre-show. Good for Which him. Is,
1: yeah, because he's 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 a pre-show, like, staple at this point.
0: Yeah, the cold-hearted handsome devil. Hell yeah. Always on board. Uh, the AEW TBS Championship will be defended as Jade Cargill takes on Taya Valkyrie. Um, it'll be a good match.
1: Jade's gonna win.
0: Jade's gonna win. like, Jade is turned into the, just the, like, okay, who's gonna be the one to beat her?
1: well and all the the new collision stuff like very much has her prominently displayed with the belt so well, i mean that
0: can always be edited but like
1: but why yeah you're right yes you're right but i just don't think it i but it's not gonna because she's not gonna lose that's what i'm saying like
0: i honestly like honestly what would be kind of a neat thing maybe is like so she retains it to pay-per-view but, like, that is the big shocker on that first episode of Collision. She loses. Is she loses. And maybe not necessarily even to someone who you're expecting her to lose to. Like, give her yeah. a, you know, like a Santino Morella type of, like, hey, one of the people that regular like... Trisha Dora. In, in My Heart of Hearts or Tootie Lynn Ramsey.
1: Oh, that'd be cool, yeah, does, yeah.
0: or that Or they bring back Billy Starks, like... You know, someone that they are, like, okay, hey, we're gonna sign you, and this is how you're coming in hot. Like, that could be kind of a neat moment. I don't think they'll do it. I don't think she loses here, and at this point, like, you may as well just call it the Jade Cargill Championship, because that shit ain't going nowhere.
1: No, and I love Ty Valkyrie, and, like, if... Smash Cut
0: 2 next week when we're doing the review episode, and it's like, alright, well, Taya Valkyrie's your new TBS champion. I was wrong the whole time, Asa. Um, We were bad at this.
1: But yeah, um, it'll be fun. I like Taya Valkyrie a lot. Jade's getting better every time she wrestles, um, so it'll be fun. Uh, I'm gonna skip the next match
0: on Wikipedia, because it's the one I want to talk about the most, actually, so we're saving it for last. Okay. Uh, the AEW Women's Championship, Jamie Hader defending against Tony Storm. Uh, it's I like that it's Tony Storm challenging for the title instead of Soraya. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I think this should be a good match. Apparently, Hader is injured though, so this may not be a the match that we're hoping it's gonna be. Because yeah. like between these two, like they could have a great fucking match. Oh yeah. So I kind of think that this is they'll they'll you know. They're not going to do an interim championship again. They're going to give it... They're going to, you know... Tony Storm will get her reign. Like, her official reign. Even though her reign was official, but it wasn't until, like, after the fact. Uh, I think this is where they kind of will make maybe a make good there. But I'm not looking for... Same with the Adam Cole, Chris Jericho, with all of the extra, you know... Pieces. Extra people. I'm not looking forward to the referee being distracted by Ruby Soho and Soraya. Again.
1: Every four seconds.
0: It's it's the bloodline. This is just, you know, anytime there's a heel stable, that's just the distracted ref booking. And it's, there's a lot of it. We're seeing a lot of it lately. Um, The 21-man battle royal for the AEW International Championship. Uh, Orange Cassidy defends the International Championship uh, against, I have the list here. A lot of big names in that, which I do appreciate. Well, we'll get to it. I'm going to go through. Jay White, Juice Robinson, Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, Swerve Strickland, Keith Lee, Dustin Rhodes, Penta El Zero Miedo, K- Ray Phoenix, Kip Sabian, Trent Beretta, Chuck Taylor, Tony Nese, Ari Divari, Big Bill, Lee Moriarty, Comandar, Bandito, The Butcher, and The Blade. Um, A lot of big names in this. A lot of like Existing feuds mm-hmm. coming into it. But. You sign Jay White. And his first pay-per-view appearance is in a battle royal. Yeah. That's weird to me. Now, I, it'll I, be less weird when he wins it. Because that is that is what I think. I I think he wins it here. I think they've told the story of Orange Cassidy has like defended this belt. On every show that has been on television since he won it. And including several matches that he just had after the fact, like no one was even there. He just wrestled people again. Cause he's just wrestling his ass off. So I think this is a way that they like keep him strong. Mm-hmm. Like or they, they get the belt off of him without making him lose essentially. Yeah. Like there's, there's going to be some, some bullshittery, but um, I, you know, but you have Jay white, you have Keith Lee, you have uh, swerve, you have uh, Brian Cage, honestly, Big Bill, uh, Ray Phoenix. Like th- this match is pretty stacked in competitors. Ricky Starks. Like, there's there are a lot of options that I could see them. And I mean, they could have Orange Cassidy retain as well. So I'm excited for this one because I really have no idea what they're going to do with it.
1: I bet Orange Cassidy koala bear rope or is a koala bear to the bottom rope. Ninety percent of the battle royal. I hope so. Let hit, let the man rest. Yeah. But that's not an insult. I just, that's what the spot I see him doing the whole time, which is fine. I've, I've done that before in battle Royals. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. You just hang on to it and just crawl.
0: Work cool. smarter, not harder. Yeah. Uh, battle Royals, especially if cause we don't know the rules to it. Like you just assume that it's an over the top battle Royal. Um, unless I missed the actual announcement of what the rules are, you know, cause sometimes they'll do the, Oh, but the last two, then it's first fall to a finish.
1: Like, I do like those kind of battle. Like it's very rare that they do. Is I do like those though.
0: I like. The, I, I do like those too. I also just like it's the same thing with the Royal Rumble of like, night three hundred and sixty four nights of the year. When you hit your finisher on someone, it leaves them flat on the mat. But that one magical night, you hit your finisher on someone, and they just become like they got moon shoes on. They're extra, extra <laughs> buoyant. You can just toss them right over.
1: <laughs> yeah, wrestling's fun. I love wrestling sometimes. That's one of the times <laughs> I do love it.
0: Um so yeah, I think who do, do you have do you have
1: like someone that you think is going to win this? I think Orange Cassidy is going to win it. I don't, do think I, don't I like I get what, what you're saying makes sense, but I don't get cuz he's had a really good reign and he's had yeah. good matches with the belt. I, I don't I don't get why having him lose it in a battle Royal is worth it. Because no, I don't AEW it likes means, championship it means, cha-
0: they like championship changes but they like having their people be stay strong.
1: That's true. But here's the thing. I don't feel like that does any, like you very well could be right. I, there's 21, there's 20 other options for someone Mm -hmm. to win this, this match.
0: Right. So uh, TNT title it and have him lose it and then win it right back and then lose it to someone completely different. And then,
1: yeah. Um, I just don't see the utility of having such a good reign and then have it lose in a battle Royal. Um, whenever they did the IC belt at WrestleMania 32 or 33, whichever one that was, where it was like eight people were just stealing the belt for like four months, that was fine. Then you could have the person that actually had the belt, which I think was Wade Barrett lose the belt. And it's fine because everybody's held that belt kind of, but whenever you have someone that's had such a strong reign with it, it's just like, ah, I feel like you get more use out of him losing than you do him losing it in a battle Royal, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. it means more. I mean, the, but don't get me wrong, I've, there's 20 other people that could hold that belt, so Tony knows what's going to happen, maybe. Yeah. Who the fuck so. am I? But yeah, <laughs> so I don't I don't know. I, I really hope that Orange Cassidy wins it, because I just don't really like that kind of stipulation on a match. I think it's weird. Well, and weird. you
0: can always then do, like where he gets his rematch and loses there too. Oh well, yeah. Like, oh, no, you no, know, and there's... I'm,
1: yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, I personally don't like this kind of... Thing. Do
0: you know how do you know how managers work in wrestling?
1: Uh, well, I just know that like <laughs> I should jump no 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 no, no it's fine uh
0: I, I think this will be fun. I think there's enough people in this that are fucking great that like this will be a fun like I, battle royal
1: mm-hmm. oh no it'll be fun yeah
0: so it'll and I the, and another one it, you know I have no idea what they're gonna do with it so that makes me a little bit excited. Uh let's see. The AEW tnt championship speak of the devil uh will be defended. Wardlow defends his championship against Christian Cage in a ladder match. Uh put the belt on Christian, keep the belt on Christian forever.
1: I'm good. I just yeah, keep it on Yeah, Wardlow. that's good. That is a no, good thing. Just keep it on Wardlow. I just I don't care.
0: What's Christian? one more championship loss? He's already lost that belt seven times.
1: <laughs> I just I don't know I don't know. This he's is going like to the...
0: get out. He's going to get outsmarted by that turtleneck. God the, damn it! Uh, that the promo he did. Oh, uh, I want to say like two weeks ago, three weeks. Ago, I think they were in Baltimore. Is probably going to be up there in my promo over the years. Mm-hmm. The one where. There was a very clear, like, what he said, he didn't mean the way people thought he meant it, where he said that he uh, Arn Anderson was looking for another son mm-hmm. and and picked Wardlow instead of his real son, and everyone was like, was he talking about, like, his son that just died? And then he kind of, like, you can even see it on his face. So he goes out of his way to say Brock to, like, yeah, no, no. Like no, you have a son in AEW. Uh you're you know, like you you have a son in AEW and you still chose this dude instead. Like wow, you're a piece of shit. But I guess that what what more do you expect from someone whose claim to fame was being the other guy in Tully Blanchard's tag team? Like <laughs> god,
1: just so good. And he can't get mad at people for thinking that he talked about the dead son because how long how how far was he running that whole fuck you Luke Perry bit? Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the thing, is it's like,
0: that one's a lot fresher, so
1: Oh, I'm very aware, but here's the thing, you can't you can't be like, What's all what I meant after just talking shit on 90210 for as long as you did. The gif um, of
0: Birdman, where it was like Christian Cage, when he finds out Wardlow has a dead dad, just the Birdman like rubbing his hands together gif. Like, uh, <laughs> you dirty motherfuckers. I love it. No, I'm excited for this. I love Christian Cage as a character. I love what he's doing now specifically Mm -hmm. um Wardlow has infinite potential and has so much time ahead of him that if he loses the title again here doesn't fucking matter he'll win it back in anywhere from three weeks to six months and maybe that time that reign will be good who who knows but he's got more time ahead of him whereas like give Christian a solid you're not gonna put him in the world title scene you know that's pretty clear yeah Uh, although like Adam Cole Versus Christian versus the for the AEW World Title that would be money.
1: I would like it it out there. It would be good. Um,
0: But like, give him a good TNT title reign where, uh, you know, he takes on several people. Like, give him a good lengthy reign with it. I think that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm with you on that. Just one more match, Dalton. Just one more match. God, that was 12 years ago. It really was. (laughs) Like. When you you put it in context like that, that was forever ago.
0: Uh, The AEW Tag Team Championships will be defended as FTR defend against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Uh, Mark Briscoe will be the special guest referee. Um, I don't give a shit about any of this.
1: Yeah, I'm with you.
0: Uh, I don't know why Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal have to be the first. Why do they always get first dibs on losing to the new tag team champions? <laughs> I like. Why is that in his contract? It's the why same thing. Why the fuck reason- is Karen Jarrett back? Do we really need? Do we need her back? Yeah. Uh, I. There's so many. It's the same thing with like. I love the acclaimed, but man, their tag title run was bad.
1: It was. They real did bad. not have
0: a good run, and it's like it's all right. Now we're starting things off with FTR in much the same way. There are so many other teams that I would rather see them compete against, especially on pay-per-view. Like, ugh. And I get it. Both Dax and Cash, like, versus Jeff Jarrett, rules. Like, this isn't going to be a bad match by no, any no. stretch. Um, and and ultimately, like, the Mark Briscoe thing is kind of a more interesting wrinkle of just, like, you know, he has ties to all of these guys. yeah. So, you know, oh, the the Jarrett and Lethal are trying to exploit him to get tips on FTR. And then FTR is just like, hey, what the fuck? And Mark is just like, I'm sick of all of you motherfuckers. Like, OK, that is interesting. I will give you that
1: good use of but, Mark. like
0: I, I would rather see him wrestling. Yeah, like I would I would rather this be FTR and Mark Briscoe versus Jeff and Jay and Sottenham. Like,
1: yeah, I I would prefer it's- that. I don't know what AEW's issue with um, their tag division is. Ever since the, like, Lucha Brothers. They just can't seem to get out of their own fucking way. I was so excited whenever they gave Swerve in Our Glory the belts. Like, remember how stoked I was? Yeah. And then it was just like... Oh, now it's the acclaimed! Awesome! And then, like, ever since then, it's just been diminishing return. It feels like with that, that whole division... And it's because what's, the, they're the Dolph... Like, uh, Jarrett and Leithor are the Dolph Ziggler of the tag division. You have a new tag team champion, even though it's not a new tag team champion. Well, who is their first feud got to be against? Well, put them against Ziggler. It'll be a good match. This will be a good match. This will be a well-put-together match. Will anybody care about it? Uh, probably not. But, like... It'll be a good. I'll be like, yeah, that was a match that happened. That was solid. Everybody in there knew what they were doing. That was good. But sometimes, like, that's not the importance of it. Like, maybe you should try to make your division matter a little bit more. Well,
0: I mean, and you—it's not like you have a lack of talent.
1: No, you have an like, amazing. Like honestly, ta-
0: if you put if you put enough effort into it, no one would no one would think that if this match was FTR versus Butcher and Blade, no one would think that Butcher and the Blade have less of a chance of winning than Jeff Jarrett
1: and Jay Lethal. Also, sometimes you don't even got to try. You know they could have just done, like, J- FTR versus the Hardys with no build, and people would have been there for it.
0: Okay, that yes, one, I'm I, gonna, I will push back on just a little bit, mm-hmm. because, yes, you were 100% correct that that match requires no build, yeah. but it deserves a build.
1: Oh, it deserves, yeah. But, like, considering what we've been getting with our—I'm like I'm talking about the tag division— I'm not mm-hmm. talking about this one time. I'm talking about the tag division ever since um, the Osh- the last Arthur Ashe show. Mm-hmm. That was like the last time that I feel like the tag division was like, all right, cool. The AEW tag division is pretty baller. Um, they still have great tag teams though. They have the Hardys. They have the Buck. Like, there's, and granted, they're all tied up in different things. But you have a tag division. It's the same thing you said about just said about the trios title like 20 minutes ago. We have a trios match and it's not House of Black. We have this tag division, and we have tag teams that are not Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. But, man, that's the well we keep going back to, and I think that's the issue that a lot of people are having with it. The same issue you're having with it. Whenever you could have better matches. Yeah. And, like, the Mark Brisk, Like, it's a good use of Mark, but, like, he'd be better off wrestling. Because, like, here's the thing... Oh, go ahead.
0: At the same time, though, now that ROH has Honor Club back, ROH is completely separate from AEW. Mm-hmm. Well, except for Mark Briscoe and Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. Like, there, mm-hmm. it's, it all just, it's still just kind of, it's all just like, ah, come on. What, what are we doing here, folks? Like, you do need to, it's good. To, should Mark Briscoe have been on AEW television way before now?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah, talked yeah, about
0: yeah. that to death already. Like, it, but, you know, I would rather see him, like you said, I would rather see him wrestling.
1: Yeah. Like, well, no, you said that, but yeah. I would
0: Well you made a good point when you said when you referenced my point. So I want okay, to Okay, I was about to say
1: it's like you were the one that said it first. Yeah, no, it's just like none of this I care about. And honestly, I I hated it whenever um Dax blindly pile drove Mark and I was like, that was a gross fucking wrinkle that we didn't need to add to this. Mm-hmm. Like that was like the one sweet thing about the whole situation that this whole fucking tragedy that happened back in January. The one sweet thing was like the like kind of relationship we actually got to see out of ftr and mark and it's like well let's angle it it's the same thing like i i hate things sometimes and i've just i get weird about it where i'm like that's a gross wrinkle that you didn't really need to add mm-hmm. um yeah. i get i get it because if not why the fuck would mark want to help out jeff and or jay but like ah it's stupid yeah I hate, I uh, hate, I hate everything about this match too. I just love that anytime that Jeff Jarrett gets a title match at AEW, I can be shitty to you because I think it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, I'm also
0: Jeff Jarrett is my little Sebastian. Don't get just it. Get,
1: you just don't get it. Yeah. I
0: don't get it. Uh, the main event you have to assume the four way championship or four way match for the AEW world championship, the four pillars collide MJF. Ch- defense against sammy guevara darby allen and jungle jack perry jungle boy jack perry um snowflakes chance in hell that anybody not named mjf walks out as champion right yeah like that's just there's there's no way that any of them someone put it and i can't remember if i saw this on reddit or if i saw this on twitter or who who put it this way but it's what has bothered me about this entire feud um, you, before we started recording, you mentioned that like this, this whole story is a miss for you. Mm-hmm. And like, I like it a lot more now that we've moved away from the, them teasing that it wasn't going to be a fatal four way. Like they planted those seeds and like, oh no, we're going to do a tournament. And the winner of the tournament, it gets a one-on-one match. And it's like, you liars. Yeah. Like you're, you're lying. Um, <laughs> and once they got away from that, it's been like, I like the dynamic between Darby and Perry. Uh, I, Sammy Guevara is like trying to he's kind of a face in this feud but like he's still with the jericho appreciation society so that's clunky uh there's the weird fake friendship between him and mjf that is kind of fun though um mjf has been good in these promos like leading up to it like it's been solid but the way someone phrased it of the whole crutch like the whole crux of this story has been mjf Tell it like saying, and all three of them being like, No one believes that I'll be world champion one day. Well, I'm gonna prove them wrong. And MJF saying, You're not ready to be champion. And his reign is already kind of shaky, like to begin with. Yeah. And it's like, Yeah, you're right. All four of you really maybe shouldn't be champion. Huh. That's a weird point to really try to hammer home when you're. Building up a matchup here. Because you're too good at making me believe you.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and like... Like you said, there's not a snowball chance in hell that MJF walks away from it. And this isn't even like the Danielson match. Where I was like... But, but like, it's Danielson, though. Danielson could be world champion. Like, he's proven that. He's won on the biggest fucking stage of them all. Um, This one, I'm like... "Uh, I mean, I could see them putting the belt on Darby, but, like, why... And, like, I don't think that Jungle Boy and or Guevara are interesting enough to have the belt right at this moment. Like, I don't think there's anything that they could do that would make me want to see that. Because, like, you got to think of it just like, all right, so let's say that Jungle Boy wins the belt. You assume that he's going to have a rematch with MJF if he wins that one. Who's his first few going to be? Luchasaurus? Nah, I'm good. And, like, granted, we're away from that story. But, like, what... Who's going to come out for it? And it's just like, you looking through it, it's just like, there's still some things I want to see MJF do. Yeah. So, like, that's the only one that I want to see do. So, Guevara versus Jericho for the world title, I think would be an interesting wrinkle if he won it. Um, I don't see anything Darby does if he wins the belt. Um, uh,
0: no, I mean, Darby is the kind of like, his character is amorphous enough that like, and that may not be do- the right word. But, but like, he can do his, anything.
1: It's very yeah. It's very fluid. Yeah, you can do a lot of different things with him. His,
0: I think his reign would be... That's why the TNT title suits him so well.
1: Yes, is yeah. because
0: you don't need stories around basically what is an open challenge championship.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it makes everything easier, yeah.
0: Whereas, like, you know... The you world would, title it would should be,
1: not be that.
0: It could be interesting to see, though, like, Sting be like, Hey, you are the world champion you have got now like shit just got real. Yeah. And to have people like fuck it, the uh, Brian Danielson or John Moxley mm-hmm. or Chris Jericho
1: or, uh, Brian cage or somebody like a big motherfucker. Like,
0: well, I even mean like when you think of like a Kenny Omega, like yeah. an established former world champion, be like, no, we're not. I, this is coming off the kids table. You don't make the big beautiful centerpiece and then sit it on the the plastic table with the the rounded corners. Like you do, no, <laughs> you, we're bringing this back home. And then Darby has to like, you know, punch up. Honestly, Darby defending against Sting and Sting's like either I win the world heavyweight championship one last time or I retire. Yeah. Like have that be his retirement match. I think there's a lot you could do with Darby. Much in a very similar way with Jack Perry. Jack Perry would be a fantastic underdog world champion if you do it right. Not have him get his ass kicked every week, not have him lose matches that aren't championship matches, but just like, nope, you Lance Archer coming in and being like, nah, I'm, I'm taking this from you. Yeah. Bet like, okay, cool. Try it. Like, I I think that's good. Much like you said, though, there's also feuds that I want to see MJF have. Yeah. I really what I'm worried they're going to do is that he's basically just playing pace placeholder champion for Punk to come back and I don't want that. I don't yeah. want Punk t- I don't want Punk to sniff the world title in a year.
1: That's like, the that's the issue when you build and I'm not well no AEW very much built is building that company around Punk ever since he came back. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. It's a good it's a good centerpiece. But you shouldn't give the belt to an up-and-comer then that you're, like, going... Because, like, Punk is a four- to five-year centerpiece. MJF is your cornerstone. That's yeah. where you build all of your shit on. So I don't think that you should, at this moment, do that. Like, they already had their feud. Um, honestly, CM Punk winning the belt, and then... Because that's whenever MJF was the devil. He was the wild card. Mm-hmm. I did not like that. Because it was just, like, even before Brawl Out happened... It was just like, oh, fuck, we're going right back to that after just getting done with it. And now Mm -hmm. it's for, like, now we know MJF's going to win because what good does it do that, like, you put a lot of your cards on the table super early and I don't know, it's... The Iron Man match did so much goodwill for MJF's title run. Like, his reign as a whole. I loved that match. Just for it to be like, and now we're doing the four pillars and I'm like, but why?
0: It, I... (sighs) My only I think my big thing with the four pillars being underwhelming is it's when it started as them trying to pretend they weren't doing it. Yeah, Like that did no favors. Um you ha- and you really only had one of them with any real momentum uh one of the challengers like MJF coming off of the 60 man iron or 60 minute iron man match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking oh, he is fucking phenomenal. You cannot question it anymore. You had a huge win in Jack Perry. Beating Christian in that buried alive match, or whatever it was that they called it—the coffin match, whatever—that was a big marquee win for him. Mm-hmm. Darby and Guevara
1: are just kind of there.
0: They're former TNT champions. Their names—they're you know, Darby's got the association with Sting and the look. Guevara is just like the most punchable face on wrestling television.
1: You know, he's also super talented.
0: He's such, oh, phenomenally talented. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, multiple time TNT champion. Like, but th- they didn't have the momentum. Like, why would you be in a world championship feud right now? Yeah. Perry's the only one that I really bought as being like a legit contender. Other than MJF said this thing a couple years ago, so now we're building off of that. Yeah. So that kind of feels like a miss there. Um, I still, though, think that Eddie Kingston should be the one to end MJF's reign, and I will die on that hill. I know what you're thinking, but at least you'll be dead.
1: That's true, because Eddie Kingston don't work for AEW right now.
0: Oh, I'm gonna choke a bitch. Uh, And we're going too long. The last match that we're gonna talk about for Double or Nothing, unless you had any... Did you have a final point you wanted to get out?
1: No, we covered everything on that.
0: Okay. Uh, And then the final match we'll talk about is the Anarchy in the Arena match, Blackpool Combat Club... Danielson, Moxley, Claudio, and Wheeler Yuta taking on the elite Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and Hangman Adam Page. Um, Fuck yeah. Injected directly into my veins.
1: Do you want to do a bet on how quick it takes Moxley to bleed?
0: He bleeds on the way to the ring. Okay, fair enough. Mostly because I think the entrances are going to be like someone attacking somebody and they don't get to the ring until like six minutes in technically. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But technically right is the best kind of right the <laughs> so so that reminded me so the part of the stream that i watched because aw put out a tweet that was like hey we heard you were worried about uh the blood not being in fight forever so here's a couple incredibly yes. bloody screenshots i'm like well fuck so on the stream someone asked like is blood turned off and, and and Uno was like, no, but it is difficult to just make someone bleed. Like it doesn't just happen. And someone in the comment of the Twitch stream was like, well, unless you're John Moxley, is his slider set to zero? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, that's funny shit. <laughs> um, this match, yeah, is going to be gross. Um, there are two things that I am very much not looking forward to that I think are guaranteed to happen: the blood, the way that they do the whatever the fuck they have planned to do with the screwdriver. Yep. Because this is the the screwdriver is the the best of seven ring bell hammer yeah uh, of this feud and Don Callis he's gonna do some fuck shit and cost the elite and I just I don't he's the he's the we, he's the the weak link in the chain of this story yeah is you're telling two stories at the same time you're telling Omega and Callis and Blackpool Combat Club Elite
1: when you and don't need so to. much.
0: You, you really don't need to. I don't think Callus adds anything to that dynamic, in my opinion. And that bums me out because I fucking loved on Callus. Yeah. Like, his his work with Kenny as, like, the belt collector stuff was great. Mm-hmm. I, I did love that. And even, like, a couple of weeks ago before he, well, before he turned on Kenny, where he showed, like, where it looked like he got hit with a hatchet is the way the doctor described it.
1: Oh, of yeah. just, yeah. like,
0: I don't think I forgot about what they did to me. Like, legit. Yeah. Like, he took, legit took a bad fall, like, when he took that bump. Yeah. and. It was scary as shit, it turned out, but I just like eh I don't want him to get involved in what I think could be just a absolute roller coaster balls to the wall, trash, garbage, just fight.
1: Maybe someone um, will actually get set on fire this time.
0: <laughs> I I kinda of, we talked about it a little bit last week, or maybe it wasn't even on the show, I don't remember, but like I like the idea of like maybe the elite or especially like the young bucks trying to do some like shtick,
1: mm-hmm. you know, we some goofy about it, shit yeah.
0: and Blackpool combat club just being like, no, fuck you. Or, you know, but well, Hey, they enjoy hurting people so much that if they can do it in a punny way, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> that would- I'll Moxley staple did- something to you. Like
1: Moxley whatever. is just shrugging it off as he fucking murders somebody. Right. Yeah. So,
0: but I think this will be fun. I, I did like the, uh, Going back and rewatching it, the Hangman promo, where he does issue the challenge and the first time that he, you know, he doesn't say Kenny and the Young Bucks and me. He doesn't say the Elite and me. He just says it's the Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he's part of it. He's in it. That was a cool moment. Like in retrospect, I dug that a lot more than I initially did.
1: So I can't wait for Hangman to join the Blackpool Combat Club.
0: I want Hangman to join the Dark Order, like let's do something relevant with that. I Please.
1: don't like that Stu Grayson isn't in the Dark Order right now, basically.
0: The, the, the well, tonight, we don't know what happened on one of the nineteen matches. Well, it, was
1: only, it was only one show, though. It, that's only that's only enough for one show, though. Depending on who you ask.
0: Jesus Christ! I <laughs> remember the name of the. I can't remember the name of the promotion. I think it's Black Label Pro, but I could be wrong. But like, there's one specific promotion where they give the promoter shit because he books a million matches every single show, and it's just. And I was just like, and it's like "Holy shit!" There's 19 matches on this ROH show tonight. What the fuck? Um, but yeah, I'm I am very excited for Double or Nothing. It is a pretty stacked card. Um, yeah, I mean, it is also CCW. Yes, like, it's, <laughs> like uh, there there are uh, so many matches at CCW. Which hey, if you want to watch them. This Saturday, uh, May 27th, the AC Barraza Arena, Cape Toronto, Missouri. Uh, come and check it out. Dalton's going to lose to the premiere. That's going to be No, fun. I'm not.
1: No, I'm not. Stop it.
0: They don't know oh. me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. Um, wink. <laughs> uh, no, they don't know uh, me. I don't know these guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to beat your ass. It's going to be funny, and I get to call it. Um, no, never mind. The, so that's Saturday. Sunday is double or nothing Sunday is so just because I, I've said it before. If you're a long time viewer, I don't fuck with the Saudi, the Saudi shows. Mm-hmm. So that is also this weekend, but we're not going to talk about it
1: mm-hmm. because
0: like, congratulations, you're naming a new, uh, consolation champion where the challenger out of character on one said that, well, yeah, this is a secondary title though. Cause Roman has the main titles.
1: Yeah, he's got the good. raw
0: and the SmackDown title. We had to make a new title. So he's the main champion. Uh, cool, and then Seth fucking Rollins having to be like, oh, well... uh, Frickin'. I'm gonna be a... I'm gonna be a better champion than Roman. I'm... Keep... God damn it. If you want me to view you as the same level of champion as this other dude, quit making everything about the other dude. Yeah. You can't... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, that's gonna be a thing. We'll probably talk about, like, the news that comes out of it, but we're not previewing it. Uh, Weirdly enough, what we are gonna preview real quick... (laughs) is NXT Battleground that is also taking place on Sunday, same night as AEW. Um, This is another show where it's like, I'm more interested in just a couple of the matches. Yeah. But uh, Gallus versus the Creed Brothers. Oh,
1: it's going to be dope. Fuck. Yes. Huh.
0: Inject that shit into my
1: veins. I am so annoyed that Gallus is not in a 2K there's always next year, buddy. Uh, maybe. If they don't get fired. Yeah. Uh, uh, it'll be good, though. That match will be fucking insane.
0: And they've got... Uh, the Creed Brothers have stacks. Maybe. In their, they're not li- listed as having him in their corner, but like he came out to kind of even the odds mm-hmm. um, recently on NXT. So uh, Last Man Standing match, Ilya Dragunov versus Dijak. That's going to be just ignorant. Like... There's going to be... Someone's getting hurt. Yeah. And I am excited to see it. Uh, Triple threat for the NXT North American Championship. Wes Lee defends against Tyler Bate and Joe Gacy. Again, that match is going to be a ton of fun. I don't really give a shit about the story around it. But, like, it's Wes Lee, Tyler Bate, and Joe Gacy, so...
1: It'll be real good.
0: Entertaining as fuck. Uh, I just... I don't want there to be Gacy bullshit to like end the Wesley reign. It's kind of like you talking about you don't want Orange Cassidy's reign to end, uh, in a battle royal. Yeah, I don't that I it's it that's my opinion of Wesley. Like he's been having such a great run with this North American title that I don't want to see it end in bullshit. Uh, the British rounds rules match for the NXT Heritage Cup as Noam Dar defends against Dragon Lee. Um. The British Rounds rules I don't particularly care for, but it's between these two like it'll be entertaining. They'll they'll do well with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the vacant NXT Women's Championship will be decided as Lyra Valkyria def- uh, and Tiffany Stratton go one on one. That'll be solid. Um, Stratton is someone who consistently is showing improvement. Uh, and then Lira Valkyrie is also, um, solid, so it'll be all right. And then the main event, uh, the NXT championship, Carmelo Hayes defends against Braun Breaker. Heel Braun Breaker has been fun. Uh, Carmelo Hayes is Carmelo Hayes. So now that the, the dynamic has fully, fully flipped in face Carmelo, heel Braun, I'm interested to see that match Compared to their last match, where it was more face versus face, slash Mm -hmm. Carmelo was more of a heel because like they did the bullshit thing where Trick Williams hit Breaker with the title, and Carmelo used that to win, and then they like, oh congratulations! It was the Sting Triple H WrestleMania bullshit. Yeah, like I no that I don't fuck with that. So we shouldn't be getting any of that this time. So hell yeah. But that's NXT Battleground, and that's AEW Double or Nothing. Which show are you watching? Which show are you most excited for? Let us know. Um, We will be back next week, talk about the results. We'll be talking about the, uh, giving our thoughts on uh, AEW for sure. I'll probably talk about NXT Battleground. Dalton, I assume, is going to watch at least Gallus and Creed Brothers and uh, Dragonov and Dijak.
1: Honestly, there's a solid chance that I'll watch all of the NXT this time because there's just enough, like I will. Pro- there's only like two matches I don't really care about. If there's only two matches I don't care about, then I'll probably end up watching the whole show. Because even those two matches may
0: end up, you know, pleasantly surprising
1: you. Yeah, yeah, they might be fun for me. So,
0: so, but it's an exciting weekend for wrestling. I am looking forward to it. We're gonna have a good time, and everyone's just gonna, you know, watch some wrestling. Be cool. It'll be fun. Yeah. Speak be, be chill. But let us know what you're excited about. Let us know what you're planning on watching and when you're planning on watching it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at NerdiestPart. I am at the 5 Star Man with the number five. Uh, Dalton is at Mr. D. Anthony, N-P-O-T-R. Uh, drop us a follow. Drop us a like. Tell us what's cool in wrestling. Something that we should check out. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Um, did you, real quick, because we're going long, do you have any... Wrestling with Articulation no. stuff you wanted to... Uh, I had
1: my Super... Not my Super 7. My uh, Ultimate Andre came in. It's cool. I finally have an Andre the Giant figure after I scrapped my last one for my Giant custom. Now I have to buy another Ultimate Andre to make an Ultimate Giant figure. So that's, <laughs> that's how my life works.
0: Well, good luck there. Um, we did. Hopefully we'll get some more AEW news soon because... Uh the Jazzwares dude was like, Hey, it's been a slow rollout, but be on the lookout because more stuff is hitting shelves. We got more announcements coming. And they're
1: gonna get rid of all the old stock. Like he yeah. said that too. Like he's gonna they're gonna get rid of the shelf warming, which I was like, I don't know how you do that. I know how you do that. Never mind, I know how you do that, but like <laughs> that's just weird. I mean good because that's what's like the new Kenny um Supreme, the Walmart exclusive one, the one that I want, because it comes with the jeans bottom instead of gear. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like hitting, and I will not fucking find that figure where we live. One person has found it, um, and they have sent a picture to me, but they're cheating, and I'll explain why off the show because I don't want to get anybody in actual trouble. But like, <laughs> right. yeah, no, I won't find that figure, and it's because AEW figures like flood, um, the market for like a, a wave or two, and then the, that wave never leaves. So I got you. Yeah. So, all
0: right. Well we'll stay tuned for that. And yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll be talking about the double or nothing show. We will be talking about NXT battleground. Uh, I'm sure there'll be fallout from night of champions where every championship is not being defended.
1: Uh, but the new one is,
0: well, I mean, we got a new one being crowned. So who's maybe they, and I will say one thing that I do hope that they clarify eventually is, is this a continuation of the original world heavyweight championship Or is this a whole brand new lineage? I hope it's a continuation, but who knows what they'll do. Tune in next week. Maybe we'll find out. Uh, But until then, thank you all so much for listening to us. We appreciate you very, very much. Uh, Until next week, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and as always, watch more wrestling.